Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Natalia Rachel of nataliarachel.com. Hi, Rachel. It's Natalia. Hi. <laughs> Natalia Rachel, right. You're Natalia. I'm sorry. <laughs> your website, nataliarachel.com, where people can go to talk about your language of touch online course. So this is your company that you've built. And I want to tell you, um, I would like you to tell me a little bit more about what that means and what you guys do. Okay. Thanks so much, Star. Well, the language of touch is an online training for anyone that's wanting to work as a practitioner with people recovering from trauma. So I've been working as a therapist in our clinic in Singapore, Soma Clinic. And over time, there was this great need for more therapists to be working with these with these techniques. So language of touch is a, an online foundation training to my greater training, which is called trauma-informed relational somatics. And in the language of touch, if you, if you engage with the content, you're going to learn how to adopt a relational and somatic approach to trauma recovery. So we're blending techniques from talk therapy and touch therapy. And it's all contained within this lovely relational approach, because I really believe that relationship is actually the most powerful form of, of healing and recovery. A lot of our sort of uh, trauma or trouble comes from past relationships when we're talking about trauma and particularly developmental trauma. Mm -hmm. So then it only makes sense uh, that relationship is going to be the crucible for recovery. So in the training, I'm going to share a little bit about the, the concepts, the approach, and then you're going to learn how how to lead your client through an initial talk component of a therapy session mm -hmm. and then how to engage in a touch um, aspect of the session. So you'll learn a range of touch holds um, and you'll also learn beautiful verbal cues to support your clients to drop into what I call the somatic narrative because we we live so much in the mind. Um, right. So so verbal cues can be a beautiful way. Language can help us just slide into that felt aspect, which is where a lot of our unprocessed content lies. Yeah. So that subconscious and those memories mm -hmm. and um, about our, our trauma, our trauma history. Um, so touch therapy. Um, well, let me, let me clue people in, I guess I went to your website and read your last blog to your doctor. And um, it was a very interesting blog because you talk about six different things that you're doing at your clinic that is different than how you were treated. You know, I, I can't remember, was it 10, 20 years ago? Um, a while ago, yeah. <laughs> a while ago, right? And so there is definitely a difference between what, you know, might be considered classic or, you know, current medicines and what you're doing. Um, you already talked about some, some touch aspects. Um, I guess I would just like to hear a little bit more about, you know, obviously you were seeking when you were unwell and now you're teaching. So can you tell me how you got into that? 
Sure. Well, it's a very long story, so I'll try and keep it succinct. But I guess right now I would class myself as a patient-turned-therapist. So Mm -hmm. most of my understanding of how to treat my patients or clients comes not only from my journey of learning, but from my journey of being a patient. Mm -hmm. So I was uh, sort of stuck in the medical system for nearly half my life, both with mental health and physical health symptoms. Um, And I guess I went from doctor to doctor, therapist to therapist, Mm -hmm. um, either like not really being listened to or not feeling I could really share, not even being able to explain myself. And I guess through that that whole period, which was a really long time, not one person said to me, hey, Natalia, perhaps something that's happened in your past, perhaps there's some trauma that might be affecting your experience of unhealth now. Hmm. Um, and the other thing that was really common was that there was a focus on addressing symptoms, not root cause, nor was there a focus on the relationship helping me to feel safe in the present moment. So I often wonder what would have happened if one of these doctors just sort of sat with me and said, hey, I know you're struggling, but it's okay, I'm here with you. Uh, Mm -hmm. What would have happened if they just put a gentle hand on me? I mean, touch is actually a pretty taboo subject, but I wonder what would have happened to me and I think I would not have spiralled down that medical rabbit hole for as long. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess it's that experience that um, infuses a lot of what I do now. And I guess after I recovered, which was going through my own deep process of somatizing, associating to my body uh, and processing my childhood trauma, mm-hmm. along with a lot of a lot of other physical components as well, um, I, I had what doctors call like a miracle recovery. So people were seeking me out how did you do that? How did you get well? Can you help me? And I thought, oh my goodness, I need to skill up. So I started studying all kinds of things. Um, I studied as a hypnotherapist, a regression therapist, that's the mind aspect. Um, And you'll find a lot of hypnotic elements in in Mm -hmm. the verbal cues I now teach. And I also studied as a craniosacral therapist, which is this very gentle touch that stems from cranial osteopathy. Um, And I guess people just started to come and and they got better and they had marked changes in their experience of recovery and aliveness and happiness. Um, And that led me to then partner with Mark Chern, who's a Chinese medicine doctor here. uh, And and we built Soma Clinic CBD, which really caters to to people like how I used to be, people who might be stuck in the medical system there. They have great support. They've got doctors and medications and therapists, but something isn't shifting. So we started to address the origins um, of trauma in the context of greater mental and physical health conditions. And we've worked really hard to build awareness here in Singapore and Asia um, about this. And we are getting inquiries every week of people who want help. Um, And that's what inspired me to start teaching um, because there are so many people that need this, especially right now, the world, the way it is, there's, you know, we're all living through trauma. Hmm. Yes. And there, you know, and trauma in our past. Um, Yeah. When I read your letter to your doctor, um, one thing that jumped out um, that stands out that I know that I've heard other people say, and I've said my own self, um, something's not right. I'm just don't feel well. Right. But it couldn't be like, I have a stomach ache or my ears hurt or, you know, um, you know, my joints hurt. It was just, no, not feeling well today, you know, or it's something's wrong. Um, So those are, um, you know, so it kind of, kind of, describe the the clientele that you work with? 
Absolutely. I mean, there's a spectrum. So not everything is trauma, Mm -hmm. but when we are unwell, when we're having either physical or mental health symptoms, what's happening is that our body is experiencing threat. So our nervous system is sending danger signals saying something's wrong. I'm not safe through our body. Uh, And they can manifest in different ways, depending on our personal blueprint and, and our experience of the world. So it might manifest physically, it might manifest mentally, or it might manifest through our relationships. But at the core, that is that is what's going on. Something is wrong and our, right. our nervous system is telling us exactly that. And the other thing that's really connected with sort of something's not right and I don't know what is the, the concept of dissociation. So when our body is not a safe place to be, we check out. It's a protective mechanism. Mm. Our bodies are really good at protecting ourselves. So many of us, and certainly this was my story, I lived most of my life outside my body. And so I sort of was walking through life disconnected, but trying to make the best of it. Um, And that can be felt in the body. It can be felt behind the eyes. It can be felt in feeling, I call it a misconnection. So you have these relationships, but you can't quite connect. Uh, so that's a really big uh, part of it is working with uh, dissociation and also working with the threat responses in the nervous system. Yeah. So you're really helping people in some deep ways. Can you share a story with someone you've had a positive impact on? Gosh, there are there are a lot of people. I mean, commonly when people come to see me, they have a huge range of symptoms um, and they they're having a lot of trouble in their relationships. Mm-hmm. And when, when things start to uh, heal and recover, there's, there's then this window for huge transformation. So I've, gone, I've, I've seen people who have gone through very big um, medical and mental health diagnosis and then they repair and they've got a whole new lease on life. So I have one client who's become a famous artist and another who's become like a speaker and sharing her story. So there are so many and, and the, the commonality is that once we are no longer experiencing threat and once we feel safe to actually express all these parts of ourselves that we've shut down, we can then just go on and, and thrive. And I think it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're basically walking alongside as someone experiences their own miracle healing, you know, something, I mean, a- we know what does it now for, for most of them, you know, you're working with your clinic, but um, just a quicker, faster recovery. It sounds like. Indeed. Absolutely. Yes. People recover pretty quickly once, once they tap into these concepts. Mm-hmm. So um, those concepts were new to you at some point, and now you're helping share uh, those concepts with your clients through an online course. So thought leading, and um, you know that's what you're doing every day. And I was just curious what being a thought leader means to you. I think being a thought leader for me means connecting to my thought and my expression through my own lens in a way that inspires others to do the same. I think self-inquiry is such a powerful thing. It leads to empowered thought and expression. And when we're living in a world where there is so much disempowerment and oppression, it really is the remedy. Um, and I guess that healing elixir that's, I, I believe, going to support very big transformation. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like you're showing people how to be themselves by being yourself. That's a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. And it does, it sounds quite beautiful. Um, so tell me a little bit more about your course. Um, the people who you're um, inviting to partake, 
are those people, um, do they have to be farther along the road as far as being a therapist or, um, you know, a healer or is our beginners welcome? So talk to me about that. Okay. So this is a foundation course. Um, you can connect to it anywhere in your journey towards being a practitioner. So you might be very new to this world and really interested in stepping into this field, or you might be an experienced talk therapist who's interested in connecting to the element of touch or on the other hand you might be from an embodiment or spirituality background so you're used to working with the body um, or, or or more of a spiritual perspective and looking to connect it back into more of a psychotherapeutic or mind-based model so it's really accessible to anybody that's wanting to work with trauma um, the, the course itself is really accessible and clear. So there are a few different sections with videos and then there's also PDF worksheets. So you should be able to engage in the content in a way that's really easy to integrate. So you can take away some concepts that you can start working with right away. It is only a foundation course though, so it does not qualify you to go out and work in healthcare, uh, but it, it provides a lot of concepts that I hope uh, can be the foundation for the way we connect the client and support their recovery and change. Got it. Okay. So an introductory to this area of touch, um, language of touch and, and the healing that you do at Soma Clinic. Yes. All right. Let's switch gears. We're always interested in what our um, our guests are reading or what books they have to recommend to our audience. We talked, you said you have two. So um, can you share with those what books impacted your life or work? Sure. So for work, um, a book that I would love to recommend is called Nurturing Resilience by Kathy Kane and Stephen Terrell. Um, and they're two voices in trauma and the book combines the last 10 years of modern trauma research. So when I read it, um, it was really wonderful for helping give a structure to like what is happening in the nervous system and also that relational piece. Uh, and as I read it, you know, when you read those books and all of a sudden all these dots are connecting, I had yeah. that experience. So that was super cool. Mm -hmm. And then on a personal level, I'd love to recommend the book The Way by Michael Berg. Uh, and this is a very beautiful introduction for anyone that's interested in spirituality and and this connects to Kabbalah which is the esoteric roots of western religion it's mm -hmm. a very easy to read beautiful book um and when I read it it really helped me connect to my why like why am I here what is the fundamental reason for my existence and how do I wish to interact in the world um so it's a beautiful book and and very accessible got it so the way and nurturing resilience Yes. You touched on your why. I don't want to put you on the spot, but can you articulate what that what that is for you? Well, in Kabbalah, very interesting. I'm talking about Kabbalah now. In Kabbalah, the the essence from my very limited understanding, to be mm -hmm. honest, um, is that that we're put here to share. Uh, and always we should be considering how does my expression and my being support others, not just self? So that's a very fundamental way. And if I connect that into, I guess, my, my purpose, my vocation, when I think of my past pain mm -hmm. uh, and sickness 
and I connect to my experience of beauty and aliveness now and everything that I had to do and go through to get from there to here, I just know that that's something that I meant to share um, so that hopefully I can promote people to connect to hope and also uh, be an example that, that change is possible. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about that. An example for other people to become more themselves. Well, that's beautiful. Um, What is it like when you hear from somebody um, who you've shared your story with? I'm still learning to share my story. (laughs) It's a process. (laughs) Right. Um, But something really beautiful on Instagram, I share quite personal details about um, my recovery and my sort of existential experience. I'm super Mm -hmm. interested in existentialism of a traumatized human. And sometimes Mm -hmm. when I share, it promotes others to share their experience really authentically. And I feel so touched. Sometimes I even cry a little um, because I feel like when I share and it promotes someone else to share, that's the dynamic, that's the change rippling out. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's just very pure and vulnerable. Um, Yeah. A sharing chain reaction. And the yes. remedies, like you said, yeah. I think that's the, I think that's the remedy star. I think we, when we've gone through trauma, we hold so much, we're oppressed, we're suppressed. So expression is the cure. Expression and sharing. Well, that's a lovely thought to end on and to invite our audience uh, to share with others their stories. And um, we want them to share their stories perhaps with you. So if you can let us know how to contact you, And um, we'll go ahead and close. Thanks, Star. There are a number of ways to get in touch. One is through my Instagram, which is at Natalia underscore Rachel underscore change. It's a bit long. Or you can contact me uh, via my website or LinkedIn. All right, NataliaRachel.com. Thanks for your time, Natalia. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me. Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.